Welcome to the Security Tips Podcast, helping you be safer in your home and business. On this podcast, you will learn how to protect your property and gain tips and tricks to ensure your safety. Now here are your hosts, Alan Hennessy, and with over 18 years of experience, Barry Lynch, security locksmith expert. Hello and welcome to the Security Tips Podcast with myself, Alan Hennessy. And today we are going to be talking all about security tips uh, for the home and for businesses. And we're going to be giving you a load of tips and tricks. And we have an expert with us today. We'd like to welcome Barry Lynch. And Barry, it's a very good afternoon to you. How are you today? Good afternoon, Alan. I'm keeping well. And of course, today uh, we're going to be talking all about security and there's no man that knows this better. So I suppose before we start, I think you should uh, maybe give us a little bit of a brief background on yourself. Well, Alan, I've been involved in the security locks and alarms business for she's more than 18 years at this stage. I'm also involved in, in that time, I've probably been involved in a number of security business as well. Very good. And of course, uh, we're going to be talking all about, you know, the uh, security for the home, really. And I always find that, you know, it, we I think it's the last thing that we think about when we're, you know, when we're at, a, at our home, we sort of say, oh, well, we're grand and whatever. And we might just uh, put a little lock on the front door or, you know, we think that that's the general gist of things. And then as well, we think about, all oh, right, we might buy an alarm and whatever. And that's us covered. But I think there's so much more to that and from our conversations off air as well. So uh, I suppose what would be be the you know the main vulnerabilities in the home that you've come across i suppose in a lot of cases uh, we tend to come across on a daily basis where you know customers would get locks changed or get locks upgraded the problems that we have found where they may have had used somebody before and the locks are not up to standards you know some of the locks that they may be getting fitted wouldn't be within regulations or within the you know required standards mm. uh, which would be the norm yeah and of course uh, yeah, and it really is. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. So you might uh, give us a little bit more detail on that. Well, I suppose there's there's one example I can give where I got called out recently and there was a gentleman had decided to get all his locks on the windows changed. He had had somebody out to the home, they got all new locks fitted and he was happy enough. Coincidentally, we got called out to change a lock on his front door uh, maybe two weeks after the event and he asked our opinion and we had obviously established at that stage that in fact the locks that were fitted by uh, the other company were, were not up to fire standards mm. and they were outside the fire regulations because the fire regulations would have it that you know you must not lock a window with a, a lockable device and that is exactly what the, the other company had done so to combat it or to to solve it we you know i recommended just to simply change the device that he'd used and put on something that would fall within the, the fire regulations mm. and of course uh, yeah that's it because you know you often see the locks on on windows and they all have you know this there's a usually a key or something and it's only when you when you say that there now that I actually think is like, yeah like you never think about when you're actually trying to you know if for instance in touch wood it doesn't happen but if there is a fire or something in your house that you know you have to try and get out as quickly as possible and if you know it's impeding you getting out I think it's very important that that you have that right locking systems on your windows yeah you're correct Alan you see a lot of people wouldn't know or wouldn't know what questions to ask when they mm. have somebody in the home that's maybe changing a lock or fitting lock 
locks. You know, older windows certainly would have key locking device on them upstairs. Um, however, the fire regulations for many years now would stipulate that you shouldn't have a lockable window on an upstairs. However, the newer regulations now would have it that, you know, most locks now would have a knob on the inside. So they would have like a, a thumb turn effectively right, to right. turn it as opposed to a key, which allows you quick exit. Oh, right. Um, but whilst, whilst somebody's in your home, you know, changing locks or, or upgrading your locks, they should certainly know or the regulations they should be competent or qualified enough to know what they should or shouldn't be doing and they should be able to advise you on that okay right and yeah because uh, I think that's a question that uh, a lot of people will just sort of say when they bring up a locksmith or whatever they sort of say oh yeah I need to, to get these locks changed or I need to get them fixed and you know I suppose for for your own personal point of view as I suppose you should be saying to yourself well okay right well what should I be doing and ask the expert because that's what you know yourself and in the business do because I think at the end of the day, if you rely on just instead of saying, "All oh, right, well, I just get a lock on it and I'll throw any old lock on it," it's it's not going to it's not going to be for safety or whatever it may be or security. But whereas with you, you may come in and you'll say, "Right, well, I think you should do this," and it's it's more for standard, I think, as much as anything else. Yeah, again, it's it's really all about what we found is asking the customer the right question because the customer won't know, you know, what they want. Mm. They just mm. you know call you, they ask you to do something, change a lock or upgrade a lock so they expect your advice to be accurate mm. that you give you know we've gone out where we've changed a cylinder a euro type cylinder which would be a type of cylinder that would be on the majority of homes be it a uh, PVC, wooden, wooden or composite doors. Mm. They generally have a standard type key. They're normally around waist level. But we've found that other companies have gone out and they may fit this where it's too large in a door. So it protrudes maybe, you know, 10 or 15 millimetres, which in itself is a security risk. Yeah. Because it makes it vulnerable. It means that somebody wanting to or attempting to break in can use like vice grips or something similar to snap it out and then it makes your, your door lock vulnerable. Whereas if you fit the correct size or the correct a length of cylinder, euro cylinder in the door, you know, it can help combat. Right, yeah, and of course, yeah, well, yeah, I would never think, I would never think of that, like, you, yeah, you're just, I suppose, in a sense, you're making it easier for, you know, the, the burglar or whatever it is, and, you know, we obviously, we want to try and protect our homes, and having that right type of lock is, is so important, I think. With regards to, like, when you say it's protruding out, it's, how do we find that, do we, that, do we just check our own doors and whatever, or is that, you know, I suppose, with older doors, would that happen that that would have been the the norm back i don't know maybe five ten years ago yeah certainly alan like you find that maybe you know many years ago that would have been the case people wouldn't have you know security wouldn't be you mm. know to the forefront of their mind but now it very much so you find that you know there are so many different variations of euro cylinders now different levels of security you know you can buy a standard type euro cylinder can buy a cylinder that's anti-snap anti-break anti-pick you know anti-pull there's just so many different variants so you can offer a secure you can offer a customer various different levels of security with the Mm. euro cylinders but more times than not you should be upgrading certainly from what a customer would have and explain to them what they're getting for the additional amount so that they know they're getting extra security in relation to the visual, you know, in a lot of cases, if a cylinder is protruding over a handle, so it's sticking out further than 
the handle right. and not flush with the handle, that would indicate that that could be vulnerable. So if it's flush with the handle, it's fine. If it's sticking out over the handle, it could be vulnerable. You just got to make sure that, you know, the person or the person has the, the qualifications to know the difference between what they're fitting. Yeah, because I was just about to say that there is like, you know, and I, I can understand that, that, you know, when you do get someone to come out to your, your you know, your home or whatever it may be, that, that they are qualified and that they know what they're talking about because there is, you know, there's so much and this I think it's more so in it's 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 peace of mind as well as much as anything else for to have a qualified locksmith that knows what they're doing and is I suppose industry standard is as much as anything else. Yeah, very much so. Probably find that um, a lot of the competent locksmiths are the ones that tend to train or are involved with mm. some form of organisation. They're associated with them and they're happy to say they are, whereas the ones that are not tend not to know what the regulations are because right. they're not members, they're not keeping up to date on what happens within the industry. And obviously to be competent, you need to know what's going on. You need you to do, keep yeah. within the fire regulation, you need to keep within the, the security standards to make sure that you're passing that or relaying that information to the customer brilliant brilliant stuff and uh, yeah is there what what are the vulnerabilities would you would you see as well that are in the I suppose in the home as much as anything else well what we've come across again is uh, it's windows and doors and I suppose some some customers will tend to look after the security on a on a front door and then they'll say the back door will be okay and they leave it or the mm. garage door or the side door but the important thing to remember is that you know you must secure all your the, the perimeter if you know any perimeter door mm. should have the same security as as your front or back door so you're basically securing all perimeter doors with the same level of security yeah i know yeah i know i know my from a personal point of view from my father we they live in an older house and uh, for many years he had a padlocks on the back door yeah. it was just like pure big padlocks and i and i think we like we we only said to him a couple of months back you need to get them changed and just uh, you know for your own peace of mind as much as anything else but do you come across a lot of that that people are actually sort of saying right well i need to update security on the house and you know as you say your front doors your back doors and you know your perimeter is as is, is, is the key here yeah, I agree. Um, like we've come across again so much of the older stuff, like houses that may be 20, 30 or 40 years old, and mm. they would still have what we call a two-lever lock. Mm. Um, a two-lever lock is something that you generally see on an internal door to a bedroom or a bathroom. Right, right. And people have them on their rear door. And for whatever reason, they've decided to get it upgraded, be it a burglary in the area or they've heard of you know something happening around the area. They call us out and then we establish that, in fact, they should have a five-lever lock insurance standards and an insurance company would require to their standards that you must have a five lever so in some cases or in a in a worst case scenario they could forfeit the insurance if you have a two lever right when you should have a five lever which is stipulates on your policy wow and like uh, you know like that's something that i would definitely be looking at and i think you know that is uh, that's a key important to to remember that because i suppose the other side of that is is the insurance one and the insurance implications and that is is that uh, if you have a break or something like that that you know that they're not going to pay your pay the, the, the whatever the damages or whatever it is because of this stipulation that's in it and I think it's overlooked is it really yeah very much so um, again personally I've not come across any case where it has happened but certainly from the fine print point of view mm. it's written into the policy if it's not there they can certainly look at it and yeah. establish it if if that's the 
road they chose to go. Very good. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to keep in mind. And I, you know, I know this is uh, the first in the series of the Security Tips podcast. And uh, I know that uh, you are going to be taking this over as a weekly podcast, Barry, um, which I'm excited to find out because, you know, I think there is a huge amount of information that a lot of people would like to know about security in the home and also in business. And, you know, there is there's so much that we can do to prevent, you know, and, and create that security within our home and businesses that uh, I'm really looking forward to. So you have coming up over the next few weeks, you're going to talk about this in a little bit more detail, I think, Kenzie. Yeah, for sure. We can uh, look at uh, different aspects of security around the home and business, you know, and tips and tricks that you can uh, save or, or help you for from a security point of view going forward, mm. yeah. Mm, brilliant stuff brilliant stuff well Barry thanks for joining us today Uh, it was a pleasure to talk to you and uh, we will talk to you soon so have a great day and uh, we'll talk to you soon bye bye thank you Alan cheers thank you for joining us today for the security tips podcast remember to subscribe rate and review our podcast so you never miss an episode the security tips podcast is proudly sponsored by dinolocks.ie Ireland's leading security and locksmiths experts. For more information, visit their website www.dinolocks.ie.